and welcome everyone to the Win of My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Jess. What's up? Uh, happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, oh, yeah. Hanukkah. Oh, we love it. I New think Year's. that's. Am I missing a holiday? I feel like they're. Diwali? Did that pass? <laughs> that uh, it's in the ballpark. Gone. Got new, new, yeah. new Year's is coming up. There's there's things. Uh, my brother's birthday. Yeah. So all, all the holidays. Oh. Happy the birthday, G String. Happy birthday to the G-String. And welcome to Films with the Moon of My Life. My name is Brennan, and we already did that. It's doing Saltburn. We're talking about Saltburn tonight. Emerald Fennell's second film. Her first, for reminders, Promising Young Woman. A movie I think everyone on this show likes, which is rare. Not a, not a oh, lot of movies. Oh, I remember that show. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I, that was... Um, I think it was end of the year, and I was the only one who had seen it. And I told the three of like, gotta yeah. go see this. We didn't have time to do it. And I'm like, yeah, everyone gotta go see it. And then we did it. We revisited it a couple months later. And then I think as uh, you, Mama K, were on. I was like, yep, it's a uh, very solid, very solid movie. We liked Promising a Woman. This is her second, uh, second film. And uh, did you know anything going in? Uh, what what drew you to this one? I I know I didn't assign this one to you. You wandered it, wandered to it on your own accord. Yeah, so I was very bored at my mom's house during Thanksgiving. I feel like maybe what most millennials are. Um, and, of course, I had the Regals pass. I'm like, well, I'll just go see a movie. I know Q4 is the go-to for movies, but there was really nothing out that I really wanted to see. I wanted to see The Holdovers, but mm-hmm. it only played at, like, 9 a.m., like, once a day. And I'm like, that's not going to work. Uh-huh. So out of everything that was on, I was not going to see Napoleon. I was not going to see Marvel's um <laughs> This was probably the best thing out that I was wanted to see. Um, not that I wanted to see, but looked most interesting. It was like a psychological thriller with that seemed a little sexual. So I'm like, okay, a spicy psychological <laughs> thriller. That seems that seems good. <laughs> it gives uh, it gives euphoria on HBO. Like I looked at, if I looked at like the trailer for this, do you look at that? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of the same same ballpark. Yeah, exactly. And it it had that that girl. It's just this is the lady from Gone Girl, right? Uh oh yeah, uh, Rosamund Pike. She's uh yeah, she's yeah. The, the mom, I guess, in this. So I loved loved Gone Girl. So yeah. I when I immediately saw her face, I was like, okay, now that was basically what uh, sealed the deal to see the movie. Yeah, no, I I was very interested because of how much I liked Promising Young Woman. That was it, I don't think it was my number one of that year, but in retrospect, that's the first movie I look back. I'm like, that should have been. I think about that movie all the time. I've seen multiple, and that was her first. I'm like, I can't wait for number two. It doesn't happen very often where the someone's first movies I like so much, and so I was already super hyped going in. The trailer came out, and it gave me the same. Like, trailers are good nowadays, most trailers, but, like, when I saw the Uncut Gems trailer maybe three or four years ago, like, that was one that really, really hyped me up. This one gave me that And that similar... was Adam Sandler, who Yeah, you who I hate. Exactly. <laughs> and he even... That, that trailer was... Oh, the, the spy, it was spine-chilling. Quick detail, because, like, when we saw that, it was with Nicole, and it, we had just finished maybe the first murder mystery. Like, it was it was pretty fresh off of my usual... Every, every couple months, I gotta do a... I hate Adam Saylor, because he's a cheap asshole, uh, rip-off, uh, sell-out guy. And then that, that, that trailer comes out, and, it, and he's in his little swarmy voice, and he goes, Ah, come on, give me another shot. And then I, I go, Oh, you fucker, I'm gonna give him one more shot. I'm gonna give, and then Uncle Jem's a very good movie, so it worked out. But uh, Saltburn is about a student who is invited to an eccentric classmate's estate for an exciting summer. And uh, we can leave it at that. It's got a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes with the critics, a 78% with the audience, and a 7.5% on IMDb. Only 60% in Metacritic. So 
they're not with the sevens like everyone else. They're 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 sticklers. They're at the sixes. So we'll see if we agree or not. Uh, theaters is where you see this, and we are going to spoil Saltburn now. The so Saltburn, the main character is Oliver Quick, and that's Barry Keoghan's character. He's a weird little man. If you haven't seen him before, he's in a lot of the uh, what is he in? He's in Killing of a Sacred Deer. He was in Banshees of Inisherin from uh, just last year. He's he's always a weird little man. Anyway, he's playing a character at Oxford University who's there on scholarship. So he uh, he doesn't have the connection or communication skills, or he's an outsider at at, at Oxford. All a bunch of rich kids. And uh, uh, one day, uh, one of the rich kids, uh, one of the most well-liked rich kids in the whole school, uh, Felix, Jacob Elordi's character, he's got a busted bike. If only someone will loan me their bike and help me out. And then who's going to do that? It's Oliver. He's going to loan him out this bike. Develops a quick little friendship. Oh, I've got nowhere to go after uh, Oxford. Uh, I fa- can't go home to my family. Uh, my, 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 what does he say? My father died, something like that. Um, and mm-hmm. he's, oh, stay with me at Saltburn. My, my family's estate. It's so boring. I, I have nothing to do. It, it'll be a lovely time. People come in and out all the time. No one, no one will be fine. And Barry's like, oh, Barry Keoghan's character, Oliver. Oh, okay. That's, that's fine. I'll go with you. And we spend the rest of the movie in Saltburn, an eccentric, eclectic, sprawling estate with a bunch of weirdos doing weirdo shit for two hours. And I, I don't want to give any more uh, information other than that. There's there's details and themes and exploration. Lots of uh, back and forths and little uh, tet-tets. A lot of psychological uh, back and forths going on here. Jess, what'd you think of Saltburn? So you summarizing it in three minutes, it makes it sound like a really good movie and something that I would like. But unfortunately, that was oh, not the case. no! Uh, I know. So Karen, I told Karen I was going to see it and she was kind of like, let me know what you think um, because I've heard like mixed reviews on it. Um, Let's say for for people not listening, Karen, friend of the show, Jess's Jess's taste uh, maker uh, helps helps just uh, find good movies. (laughs) Although Karen, Karen constantly says like you, she's like, I don't even know your taste. Like I've known you for so long and I don't understand you. Me neither. I don't. I'm I'm, Karen and I are in the same boat. We're in the same boat. We both watch a lot of movies and we both, we're we're, we're still, we're still learning new things. (laughs) I wouldn't say it was absolutely terrible, but probably not something I'd watch again. It it was just fucking weird. Like (laughs) so, so many just disgusting scenes, not even like psychologically thrilling with something that's just like oh why would you put that on a tv screen for everyone to see in big picture <laughs> and when i say that to the ones who watch this movie you know exactly what scene i'm I know. talking about i gagged i gagged <laughs> i get i was in we'll talk about our theater experiences but i'm pretty sure i know uh thinking about it right now is making me uh it's it's, it's like what we did I mean, um, there's, yeah there's two scenes in particular i'm sure I, I, oh my god, I'm sorry. Remember when we did, um, it was one of our first reviews, Book Smart, and there was the, yeah. cig- the cig- uh, cigarettes in the cup, and she drank it, and I, I couldn't get through that. It's, this is going to be this, that level of puke. That's the level of puke I felt at uh, at one of the scenes of this. Oh, you didn't like it. That's a shame. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't. I mean, it was a soft to not like, if that makes it any better. I guess a little bit. I, I, I just it'll be tough because I really like this. This hit all my expectations. Yeah, I, I really liked it a lot. <laughs> I loved it actually. Like I, I, I saw. I, I, it's been a very busy couple of weeks. We hosted Thanksgiving this year. Thanks Christmas. Uh, we com- combined them, and so I haven't been able to catch up with my movies like I liked. And it's, I've been running around, and so I double featured this. I saw this and Dream Scenario in the same day, 
and it was just so nice to get away and have that little movie day. And but I, you can see two movie, two movies the same day with Regals. I thought it was you that can. Was an invitation. I don't oh, know. Wow. I don't know if it wouldn't let me book before or after, but um, I was able to book the second one like right as the credits were rolling on the next one. It started in, like forty minutes or whatever, so it was. Oh, nice. Yeah. I so, thought it was a one per day, three per week deal. That. No, I think AMC. It. That's how AMC is. They do the oh. the, the limit three. Yeah, but uh, no, I was able to back to back it, and uh, this was my first <laughs> one, and uh, it was a full theater, uh, like very close to full. Wow. Saturday night, yeah, second week after it came out too. Like this was not even the first week. Um, it, my it, theater was just two other people and me. Really? The, when did you see it? It's probably just during the day. You and two other I saw, people. I saw it on Sunday, maybe at like four or five. Uh, okay, everyone was watching. I guess uh, it was a Sunday after Thanksgiving, and yeah, it was it was during the the game. So uh, okay, maybe, maybe that was, was it. Fine. But like, this is like I saw it the day before. Like this came out. We're we're recording this. This is coming out a couple weeks after it's come out. It's already been in theaters for a bit. So it was an opening weekend, and like I, it was at the um the one near near us. You know, the, it's the, the the busy one, but it's not that busy. Mm-hmm. Like it's not packed all the time like that. Um. And again, uh, good good audience enjoyed the thing. And back on the actual like movie, like beginning 20, 30 minutes took some warming up for me. Uh, like Barry Keoghan, I like him as an actor a lot, but he's a weirdo and he's like he's creepy and he's off putting and like you have to like get warm to him. Like you have to be you have to be like ready for that. And then he's got this other counterpart, that other even weirder guy who's like it's just you and me, man. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever, dude. Like 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 that guy. And so, like, the whole time I'm, like, warming up and it's at Oxford. But once we're at, like, Candyland, once we're at the uh, Saltburn and it just becomes weirdo stuff, I'm enjoying it. And then <laughs> then when it gets to, like, the final mm, 45 minutes, it's too it's too long a little bit. Like, it's too it drags at parts. But the really good parts I really like, and I really like how it ends. Like, I like um, our character twists a little bit. Like, he's not who I thought he was in a good way. You didn't see that coming. Did you? Oh, okay. Okay, all right. So, like, I mean, we're Well, after the first one, I saw the rest coming. After, so what the, I mean, so Barry Keoghan's character, he's, we think he's, like, he's poor. He's got um, alcoholic parents is what his story is. um, And he, he's... Uh, he's he's had a bad go of it so like oh jacob alorda your life is so special like and like so nice like this is all gonna be new to me and he's he fumbles with the nice cutlerly he doesn't have a dinner jacket or cufflings like you know those are the, some of the faux pas but when do you realize that or when did you figure out oh he's more than meets the eye um wait sorry i thought you were talking about revealing the murders not what that he's a creepo no, we know he's um, a creeper, but what revealing that he's not like we I mean his his father did not die and he's not poor and like or his parents yeah, are not yeah. alcoholic. He's fabricated this world like he's this is intentional. We we find out that he's not just probably when he sexually assaulted the cousin is when I was like all right, the well, weirdness that was consensual. is, is was certainly that not consensual? unfolding. <laughs> See, I thought that was consensual. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, right, maybe not. I, I, I maybe, maybe I didn't uh, see that. That is the is that the first scene? Because from that scene, I would say no, no. The, the guy cousin, right? Not, not the sister. But I forgot, I forgot the cousin's name. Oh, you're right. The sister. No, wait. No, no, no I'm not talking about the sister. I'm talking about the guy cousin. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a little more sexual assault. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't yeah. know. Again, was that? No, uh, not probably not. I don't know. 
<laughs> I see. I'm starting to. I'm starting to remember now because like the, yeah, the sister, the the blood, the blood looking. Oh no, uh, no, the sister, the sister wanted that. <laughs> that's just what I'm saying. This is but yeah, that happened first though, it. right? That that was the first. Yeah, yeah, that happened first. And that was the first scene where I was like, oh, Oliver's getting. I don't know if he's getting used to it or like if he's like he he's like integrating into like he knows more than he's letting on. He's not just uh, like a fool. Yeah, I think he was just giving the sister what she wanted. <laughs> but, but okay, yeah, sure, sure. It's consensual. We get that. But like later on, <laughs> as the movie goes on, we find out that Oliver's not just a liar in like convenience lying to get nice things. He's a liar in like he has a whole scheme, Machiavellian plan level to take salt burn. Like his, we don't even realize the point of the movie is that he's been scheming to like take over this place from these eccentric wealthy people the whole time. And like, we think he's just another, we, we don't really know. Actually, the, the movie does, in my opinion, a good job of like, you are introduced to this weirdo and you think, Oh, he's a misfit guy at college. And then like, Oh, he goes home to the weird misfit family and he has to like navigate there and learn things. But no, he doesn't have to learn things. He's actually, we learn the audience that he's, a plant there. Like he's intentionally being there and he's not who we should be trusting. We should be Jacob Elordi, the, the rich, the rich Felix. He's actually the, the good guy in quotations in this. Like he's, yeah. he's not like uh, villainous in any way. He's, he's immature and, and, and uh, doesn't care like the rest of his family, but he's not villainous. Like we are led to believe. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, that's the thing is like, I did did you, you, did you know Felix was not going to be, was going to be like, the not just bad but like he had a plan he planned it all from the beginning yeah i i didn't think that he planned it all from the beginning but once he started on spiraling i feel like i could i could figure it out so what's the scene that made you sickest while we're in the middle here because uh is it the bathtub no i i think it was the scene with the sister that was the most sick oh really the blood the blood looking was worse to you than the yeah uh, the, va- the vampire scene the vent for me it's the tub it's the licking the water. Well, that's because you're a man and I'm a woman. <laughs> is that it? Is that? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. uh, oh, sorry. Maybe you second. should take a poll. Uh, I'm sorry. All right, all right, all right. People are going to think it's a bit if I don't stop. Um, yeah, maybe we should take a poll. What? No, but that's such a specific poll. What's a grocery, the blood scene, or the bathtub scene? And I guess that's clear enough. I guess that's clear enough. If would. I would actually be curious. All right, I'll put the poll up. Who is what's grosser? But yeah, the bath scene. I was literally like when the water's going down the drain and he's ma- and he slurps it, slurps it. Ugh. It's not even like one or two Ugh. slurps. It's like he just keeps going. Ugh. Ugh. I'm, uh, I'm turning away from my mic right now. You can't even hear me. Oh <laughs> yes, yeah. When he slurps the drain, it's bad. It's bad news. I I I had to I. I chose that after that scene to go to the bathroom just because I knew I could feel myself gagging. And I was like, again, respectful audience. Usually uh, Saturday night, you're going to get some talkers. You're going to get kids or whatever. Everyone was on board laughing at the laughs, gasping at the gasps. I, I said it in the uh, the dream scenario review I just did with Mama Kay. The good audiences at this this weekend. I will say that for the Oscar <laughs> crowd. Um yeah, the, the, did you did you not connect with any of our characters? I mean, obviously our main guy is a weirdo, but the, none of the the rich weirdos. You didn't find any uh, amusement. So to be had? I loved the mom. I thought she was so funny. Me too. Everything I thought she was so her, funny. And everything that came out of her mouth was just so funny. And so like, <laughs> it just seemed so authentic to her. Do you remember <laughs> um, what was that movie we saw with her in it, where she's selling, where she's like an old person, like scammer, and like. 
uh, I care a lot. Uh, she's like a, a oh, the old lady. Oh, I forgot about I care a lot. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, that. Yeah. She, it's, it's the same kind of character. We're like, oh yes, I'm just here to help, darling. And then she takes all your shit. And like, uh, she's, yeah, it, she was so like everything that came out of her mouth was just so funny. But it it, it was so good <laughs> when she talked about her friend that died, and she's like, oh, she's so dramatic. <laughs> That's why our introduction to her is so funny. Like she's talking, just talking mad shit about um about Oliver, and then as soon as he comes in, like, oh darling, we should start. We were just, you know, uh, oh, it's so horrible. What we've heard you go through, and then she immediately starts talking shit to him about anyone else. Like that's just all she does. <laughs> but I lo- I love too that like when Oliver once we realize he's already started drinking the blood and sexually assaulting people, that he and we, we he's we know he's kind of crazy on his own that when it's her, the mom and him sitting by the pool or something, and it's just the two of them. And, and he starts to get in her ear. Like, Oh, she doesn't seem to understand. She's the cousin. Like, Oh, she doesn't, she's so full of herself. She doesn't understand. And then Rosamund Pike's like, Oh, you're absolutely right. I had never thought of it that way. Like you're so perceptive. You're so perceptive, Oliver. Like I, I, I love the, the, the politics of him and the rivalry he has with the other guy with, um, with 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 Farley the the cousin like the cousin yeah yeah like I, their relationship as it goes on and like he's like you don't like I I worked my way into here and like I I know my place and like I know when my bread's buttered uh, kind of thing so I, I these dynamics they were working for me they they weren't uh, they weren't drawing you in no 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 I I I think it's just like the I don't know some of the scenes were just so awkward and some like you said some things were just so long I don't think I was fully in it. But I didn't absolutely hate it. But again, I probably wouldn't watch it again. I think part of it too, like, like I like the conclusion and where we end up and like the choices made. But it is too, I think the first hour 20, I was kind of breezing by and not like checking my, not not checking my watch, but like I was just in it. And the last 45 minutes or so, like while good, like while stuff I still liked, like it, it dragged like this, like the final conclusion, not the final conclusion, but like. Felix dies, like, spoiler, like, so the last half hour, a bunch more people have to die and, like, get killed off and, like, mm-hmm. like that, it's almost... The timing was weird. Yeah, the pacing's all off. Like, it's, like, you did an hour and a half of, like, a psycho-sexual thriller, and that was pretty good, like, pretty good for what it was. Like, I think it was the, the music mixes, the the colors, like, I, I want to compliment again to the director for Emerald Fennell, like, same, same feelings I got watching Promising Young Woman as this, where, like, I'm looking at someone who has a vision. The, the, the opening credits, the, the, it, the, that, that tight, tight, uh, shot where it's, like, 4-3, um, four three aspect ratio or it's not using the full widescreen and the salt burn letters with the old school music and the and the like everything about it is just it's it feels craftsman and intentional and there's just parts of like the last 45 50 minutes parts i like too long too drawn out Jacob Elordi has to die, takes forever, and the other people have to die. Like, they have to die and it takes forever, but like they're also not long enough to develop into their own beats like it's not a three hour it's not a three hour epic like um did you see uh did you see um yeah you did killers of the flower moon you know how that was like you know oh yeah no no it wasn't drawn out like that but a lot more happened in this movie than killers of the flower moon but isn't that crazy though like this is a movie where they spend that whole time in a house and killers of the flower moon takes place over seven years and it's like a sprawling epic but like wouldn't mm-hmm. you, even though, even if you didn't love this, like, wouldn't it make more sense to expand on this and make it make those parts more 
make make them built more, I guess, if that's what you're doing. Because the alternative is yeah. to cut it, cut it shorter, but you have to make a different choice then. You can't make Oliver like the mastermind who slowly takes people out one by one like like Hale did in, in Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> no, agreed. Yeah, and maybe they're stuck in a in a tough place. But I, I again, the, the 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 colors, the the music, the performances, I didn't like it more than um than promising a woman just because promising a woman for me like is so tight, and I love that ending. And this yeah. one, like, I really like. I the, love that movie. I love like I think about I think about that movie at least once a week. Like I think about the ending all the time. <laughs> I think about so many little like quirky scenes in there that it's just so it's just so fun. And this one, this one has stuff in it too that like it's clearly made by like the same kind of person. I don't, but I'm not like I'm not gonna remember these people. I'm not gonna go back to this one quite the same way, but. I have the same. I did have a similar feeling where, like, when in the in Promising Young Woman, Cassie at the end, "Call Me Angel in the Morning's playing with her text going over, and everyone's getting taken away. I had that same feeling when Barry Keoghan puts on the music, and he has that little box with those little weird char- what is it like Wizard of Oz characters um, that he saw on the first day that he came in, and then you know he's dancing naked through the mansion because he. Oh my gosh, that last scene was i mean it was funny but it was also like the entire song like yeah that's what i see that's what i want that's the indulgent that i wanted and that's why i was like the last 45 minutes i'm like uh maybe a couple more passes with the script a couple more um tightenings like i it had all the pieces there i said a similar thing about dream scenario actually we just i just did with mama k where i was like i really liked so much in the movie it's just missing a couple tightening of the screws to really stick the stick uh stick the landing and it sounds like I don't know. It sounds like for you, you could have. Uh, it just wasn't gonna. It wasn't the right movie for you. Yeah, maybe maybe a little more than a few screws. It got you. It got you. Uh, it got you away from uh, the family for a few hours during the holiday season. It did. And isn't that isn't that all we can ask for, really, from our that's, from that's our all we can ask from for. our November December movies in uh, <laughs> this time? Uh, were there any other? I mean, there's there's. I'm trying to think of um, other points. Talk about how eccentric this birthday party was. <laughs> so, when they kept bringing up, well, we're, we're throwing a party for Oliver. Of course, I thought it was going to be like a big, nice party, oh, but yeah. nothing like nothing like it. It it was like they <laughs> hundreds of people, like the entire estate, oh, what do you like think, decorated. <laughs> way more than two hundred. I I would say like. 300 400 i think they say that the scene know. when they're playing it like oh 100 people uh, ollie and they're like oh 100 and he says oh what not enough 200 you think yeah, it always ends up being 200 right like just the the usual overspill rich people talk yeah just like the craziest craziest party like i i thought it was going to be nice but more like I don't know, more intimate than, than it actually was. It was like a full-on rager. I will say an intimate, though, if you're talking about more filmmaking. Okay. The, the, um, the karaoke scene where uh, the one guy's doing the bad karaoke and then he talks to the cousin and they have, like, yeah. the intimate face-off. Like, I l- immediately thought of Promising Young Woman. That was such a Cassie confronting one of the bad guys in that movie kind of scene where like there's something else going on that's funny and kitsch and stupid. And then it cuts right in on this really intense human thing. And then it cuts back out to the big, silly, stupid thing in the, in the, in the room with the people looking silly, but they're rich and they're dressed up. Like I like, I like all of that juxtapositioning going on in there. It's, it's very, it's very fun. (laughs) 
I think I cut you off. I think you were saying something else on, uh... About the party? Uh, I can't remember. Just how how wild it was and how different I thought it actually was than in my mind. You didn't see uh, Priscilla, did you? The one that, uh... I, I did see Priscilla. Oh, what'd you think of it? Well, because, real quick, well, we're, well, you know, we're gonna go short on this one because there's only two of us, but Priscilla. I actually liked Priscilla better than I liked Elvis. <gasps> oh, man. Uh, save it for the let's save try to try your best to save those thoughts for the top five show because I would like to do that because I feel like we're gonna it might get talked about it's possible so <laughs> um yeah no Jacob Elordi do you recognize him the guy who played Elvis and that is the main guy in this so one. I or actually the, the, the didn't guy. it's funny because I saw Elvis just a week prior I mean I saw Priscilla a week prior I saw it later like right when I was leaving the theater so I took my neighbor Nancy to see Priscilla mm-hmm. um but. I didn't even recognize that that was Elvis. I recognized him as the guy in Euphoria. Uh, so okay, so my my it, pre it uh, showed how well he did in Elvis because I didn't even remember that was him. But I was like, oh wait, that's that's the Euphoria guy. I guess my pre uh, my pre Euphoria statement before I, I was like, oh Saltburn, this looks like a Euphoria trailer. I guess I was not uh, far off with that. He I, I, <laughs> I haven't watched Euphoria, but like. I thought he was a solid Elvis. I didn't think he was as good as, I mean, Austin Butler. Oh, I liked, I thought he was better than Austin Butler. A better Elvis, really? Interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he was, it's no problem. I thought he was good. He's, I think he's very good here and has like a very natural charisma. Like he has Mm -hmm. to, he has to play the guy where like everyone loves him and everyone's like, and like, you have to believe that. Like you can't just cat, you can't just cast any pretty boy. He has to be a pretty boy with like a special thing in him. And I, he, Jacob Elordi, I like this guy. He gets it. I, I, I enjoy it. It's funny because in Euphoria, he is like the aggressive. Really? Jock. Yeah. Oh, okay, I like him. He's, he's kind of like the bad guy, yeah. And this, he's you. very, like, modern, like, go with the flowy, like, no labels, open-minded, but, like, all the all the nagging insecurities to make him lovable kind of guy. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's a good, he plays this role really well. I, I mean, we talked about Rosamund Pike. I talked about Barry Keoghan over the top. Like, performances across the board in this movie, very, very solid, very fun. Richard E. Grant is the dad. He gets to play an eccentric guy sir it, it sir was James, so funny uh, when he tried to get oliver to leave and oliver's like no i'm i'm gonna stay here and like, he's like i think number. we should we should grieve in private and he's like no i i think i should be here so no i i can you know i think uh, i hear what you're saying i i think i really need to be here just to say a number please just get out of here uh, <laughs> it is so funny though like you when he when he slowly realizes that like everyone who comes there is just like Basically, they're rich people who have like, oh, come stay with us, uh, so you and you'll be our entertainment while you get back on your feet. In quotations, it, it, which really means when we get bored of you, we'll throw you out and replace you with a new, Basically. new uh, freak of the week. And uh, Barry, yeah, Barry was able to outsmart them all. Uh, good old Oliver, he was quick. Oliver, quick. <laughs> um, Salt so Bird. my favorite yeah, scene on probably was at the very, very end. If you're getting to the conclusion. Where they meet at the cop, the mom and Oliver meet at a coffee shop. And it's at the very end where it kind of backtracks and shows all of the, uh, the, um, yeah. the things that he did, the things that he did to lure them. But when it shows the computer screen of him in the coffee shop and it's all gibberish, like that actually made me laugh out loud. <laughs> that was, it was the same, like, 
this is why I like her shit. Like she gets how to end, even if it's not perfect, she knows how to end movies in satisfying ways. Like when, when prom- uh, we're spoiling promising Young woman. Cause I'm assuming you should have seen that by now, but like it, the end of that, like, Ca- like Cassie dies, like your main character dies at the end of that. And like, in like a kind of stupid decision, but she had a whole contingency plan that goes off like this. And when we see Oliver, same kind of thing, similar kind of thing, where like, we see he's the one who let the air out of the bike tires from the beginning. Like he set himself up as this weirdo for Felix to prey on because he knew Felix preys on weirdos. And so he's like, all right, I'll be the weirdo to prey on. And then I know what's going on. So I'll just be, you know, I'll learn it. Be one step ahead of you. I just appreciate the attention to detail like that detail like that like the these main characters that she's made two movies two main characters who are thinking complicated not good people like flawed difficult like Cassie from the first movie terrible like terrible bad person in my opinion even though she her heart was in the right place Oliver kind of the opposite guy whose heart's in the right or the wrong place but does all the right things I, I like the <laughs> I, I like these characters I like how f- fleshed out and smart they are and fleshed out smart people make scary choices it's it's very fun for me so i'm 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 uh uh, i'm disappointed you didn't like this more jess but at least uh that you had you had things that were interesting to talk oh yeah i i I had fun watching it but uh i think it was just uh, an easy one and done this or Five Nights at Freddy's before I go into the recommends. <laughs> oh, God. I'd probably watch this over Five Nights at Freddy's. All right, thank All right, there we go. I, I'm just... You were giving similar reviews to these two movies where you're like, yeah, I didn't love it. It's 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 a one and done. I'm like, all right, well, I just have to make sure. But, but which one and done is better? So I just had to make sure. Yeah, we were on this, the this was a more enjoyable one and done. Do we recommend it, though? Is it enjoyable enough to be recommended? Uh, Jess Saltburn? May, maybe maybe to a certain audience, I, I would recommend it. Oh, wow. I did a little bit of a talk into a soft recommend there is what yeah, it sounds like. maybe I did. Maybe it did. Maybe it is a soft recommend. <laughs> it's a strong recommend for me. It'll be talked about in our top five, probably, for me when we when we get there. Um, I, I, I did this on the other show. Uh would the other two co-hosts that are not on Nicole Mama K, they're gonna oh this is hard would they stomach salt burn would they would they I I could see both of I them liking know. things and being super annoyed by things to the point where they couldn't enjoy other things that's that's yeah that's my biggest worry whenever I recommend anything to I could to, probably see your mom liking it more than Nicole yeah maybe I, I she will get hung up on she doesn't like Barry Keoghan she really doesn't like that main actor so that um that's a that's a that's a, a hang up but um you to your credit just you you don't get hung up on you get hung up on like the the age of movies perhaps but like you the st- the stupid <laughs> things you get hung up on are not plot related and character related and yeah. I, I do appreciate that so that's regardless it's it's a recommend it's strong recommend and a and a, and a soft recommend for saltburn yeah. so that's where we are that's where we're at here and uh, we have a couple more Oscar movies coming down the pike, and it's just about time for the top five and draft show. Those will be coming up very soon, next couple of weeks. So, been a big, different year. So we'll have to see. It's not. It's not a COVID year. It's not a uh, uh, a Marvel Marvel <laughs> superhero. That shit's done. Like a new era it's a new era of new well i saw i saw there's that women marvel movie. no i mean there was but a girl spider-man movie i saw the trailer too it's fine i mean i'm sure they're still making that but you know we we're gonna talk about other movies that are not that that perhaps have different (laughs) perhaps they shed new and interesting lights that are not the same 
it's, uh, we're going to do other things. We don't have to do that anymore. So <laughs> if you have things to recommend to us, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. You can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host. That's also where the tournament will be. More details for that in the coming weeks. And you can reach out to the show uh, on uh, via email. Films with the Women at gmail.com. Also on YouTube, Films with the Women in My Life is what you look up. All right, that's all of our stuff. So thank you, Jess, for being on for Saltburn. Yeah, thank you. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening. Enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole Delesio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.